Hey, what's going on, my friends? You're listening to the DIY Marketing School Podcast. I'm your host and your marketing coach, Melanie Diane Howe. And today, I'm going to talk about sharing personal information in your professional social media. Should you do it? How much should you share? And what are some things to consider? Let's do it. Well, hello, how's it going? I hope that you are having a wonderful day, whatever you're doing, whether you're on a walk, getting ready for the day in the car. I don't know, whatever it is you're doing, I just hope that it's a wonderful day for you and you take some time to just reflect on the fact that, hey, it's a good day to have a good day, right? And if you're not having a great day, then hey, maybe I can bring a little bit of energy, a little pep in your step today. We'll see. So anyways, either way, I'm super excited that you're here and very, very grateful to have you listening to this episode. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about a common thing I think that a lot of people struggle with, a question that comes up, but sometimes as an inner debate or sometimes even just as a debate in the world of marketing and social media. And that is, should you get personal in your social media content? you know, how much personal information is okay to share in your social media content. Now, you know, I'm not really talking about our personal social media profiles. Obviously, you know, our personal social media profiles, in my opinion, should be used personally. (laughs) That's the point of calling them personal social media profiles. Even though we do know, everybody knows at least one person out there who is using their personal social media profile, uh, predominantly for, you know, business or professional reasons, right? Now, I will say that LinkedIn might be one of those exceptions where, hey, you know, you're on LinkedIn, and it's mostly for professional networking or professional, you know, content and whatnot, right? So, you know, you kind of know what I'm talking about here, right? Like your personal Facebook page, your personal Instagram page, you know, it's great for babies and puppies and food pictures and, you know, check-ins at the ball games and check-ins at the, you know, parks or on the boat or whatever it is that you do with yourself personally, right? You get the gist. Let's talk about your professional social media profiles and content. So, you know, a Facebook business page, maybe a Facebook group that you are facilitating or running, um, you know, a YouTube channel, any, an Instagram account, whether it be an actual business or creative account, or if you're one of those people, kind of like me, that it's a blended account, you, it's pretty much a personal account, yet you are using it to talk about the things you do for a living and also share some information here and there about the things you're working on, right? And I think that if you own a business, you should be using all of your personal accounts that way. You should absolutely, you know, from time to time be sharing some of the things you're working on, the things that are going on in your business or your career. I think it's totally okay. Um, but what what we're going to talk about today is how personal I, you know, how personal you should get in that professional content. So, you know, this is like, should you let people know you have children? Should you talk about your dog or your cat? Or should you, you know, talk about the vacations you're on? Should you share pictures of your vacations? You know, personal stuff, like things going on in your personal life that in a lot of ways have nothing to do with what it is you offer or how you help people or how you serve. I think that this is a common thing that people battle with because 
I believe that there well, really there is no like formulated answer, uh, much like everything. <laughs> if you've been listening to my podcast, you know that I like to remind everyone that there really are no formulas to this stuff. It's um, a lot, a lot of it depends on a lot of variables. And the answer to this question is no different. So if you were looking for for that quick answer, <laughs> you're not going to get one. But I, what I want to do today is share my thoughts on it and also share some things to consider, right? Some pros and some cons to getting personal in your content. And um, then hopefully you can make the right decision for yourself and your business uh, that is unique to you and your business uh, or, you know, your your organization or your hobby or whatever it is that you are using social media for outside of just your personal stuff. So so really, you know, it, it does affect you. So examples of personal information, as I mentioned, you know, about your family, uh, you know, things you're doing, you know, just day to day, you know, a picture of you on the golf course, a picture of you fishing. I'm literally thinking of examples of myself. <laughs> Um, you know, just this week, Addison, my daughter, uh, she's back at, she's in middle school, actually, technically last week at the time I'm recording this, she started middle school and, you know, I talk about my daughter, uh, on my live videos. I talk about my daughter, uh, you know, in my content sometimes, you know, my first business that I started was named after my daughter. Her name was literally in the business name. And, you know, sometimes I'll be live and Addison will be home or she'll be kind of coming and going or she wants to be come say hi. She steps in the video and she says hi. Sometimes when I start my live videos, I like to start them off with a, you know, transparent countdown timer. I play music and we dance to get kind of warmed up and jazzed up for the live video. And every once in a while, Addie, if she's home, she will join in with me. So my my audience knows I have a daughter. They know I'm a single mom. They know that. I like to golf. They know that I like to go fishing. I mean, I literally one time went live and talked about marketing and I did it while I was fishing and I talked about how fishing and marketing are similar. <laughs> so, you know, I I have been layering in, you know, personal, uh, you know, sharing personal stuff with my audience for as long as I can remember. Uh, and for me, that is that has worked because that's just kind of how I am. Honestly, the nature of my personality in general outside of like my professional persona is I am a very transparent person. I'm not really one to keep information private or feel a need to keep information private. Um, you know, so I am not afraid to, you know, in my own personal content, in my own personal post to be just open about what's going on in my life. Like, you know, I'm just not one of those people. And so naturally that carries over, I believe, into when I'm communicating with my audience online. Um, you know, now that doesn't mean that I'm going to come out here and create a podcast episode about how to, you know, fish or how to go play golf or a podcast episode all about the vacation I just took. That's not why you're here. You're not here to, you know, listen for 20 minutes about my new vacation spot in Rosemary Beach, Florida, right? That's just not really why you're here. But that's, that is okay for me, in my opinion, to share that in, you know, my content. So hey, last week, I was on vacation, I was in Rosemary Beach, it was beautiful, it was the first time we went there, and really just tell a little story about the vacation, but then get into the whole point of that week's episode and get into the content, right? So understanding your audience and knowing why they're there and what they want to learn from you is definitely key. Now, some personal information 
isn't always going to be appropriate for your professional profiles. I don't share everything, right? I'm not sharing my day-to-day life with you all or with my audience members or anything like that, but I am just layering those little things in. They're just little nuggets that I layer in from time to time. And that is that for me works and that's okay for me because that is a decision I have made for myself. And you're going to have to make the same kind of decision for you and your business as well. You know, you may not want to share information about your family. You may want to keep that private. You want to maybe want to separate your professional world from that personal world for a lot of reasons. Now, there are there are some reasons that make this makes a lot of sense to me. Different industries, right? So there are certain industries where you probably would want to be more private and not let your your you know audience know about some of the things for security reasons for you know relevancy reasons so again that's why this this whole comes down to you have to make this decision for yourself okay and also just remember that just because other people are or aren't sharing personal information doesn't necessarily mean that that's what you should do too I am a firm believer that we all have to build businesses for ourselves and the content that we create has to be enjoyable and we have to feel good about what we're sharing. And so if you don't feel good about sharing personal information or stories or little vignettes about what's going on in your life, then you shouldn't do it. But if you do feel good about it and you're, you, it helps you feel connected to your audience and helps you feel that it's information they enjoy hearing from you, then you should. <laughs> it's really, you know, that's, I hate to make it sound oversimplified, but you know, I, I think the decision falls on you, right? So you got to kind of think about some things like that. But I want to, I want to share a few other things for you to consider and think about. One, the biggest thing I want to share is that if you are going to decide to share personal information, you know, for whatever reasons they are, think about why you are sharing it. You know, for me to be honest with you, like 90% of the time, it just kind of comes off natural. Like it really does. It just comes off natural. You know, last week I was on my live stream and I was basically talking to my audience who, again, they know I have a daughter. I talk about her, you know, new members, new viewers, maybe don't, but then now they do. And I was like, you guys, you know, tomorrow we start middle school. Oh my goodness, here we go. Please send all the help. You know, just, it just comes off natural. I didn't sit there before my live stream and write down bullets and say, make sure you share a personal story today. Okay, pick one. It wasn't like that. So I do like that, like for me, it's just kind of natural and it flows. For you, you might find stories to share where it ties into your content or it ties into what you want to do. My really good friend, Bobby Clink, who is... He, he is so good at this. Like it is like his superpower. So he has an amazing, his emails are so great. Like they're just very entertaining. They're enjoyable to, to read. You know, he always has a call to action in them, whether it be to, you know, for you to listen to a podcast episode or to check out something he's offering or whatnot, right? But he loves to share and start these emails with these little just personal snippets. And they usually like 90% of the time tied directly in, he brings it back. So there's a reason he's telling a particular story in his email and it's personal. They're almost always something personal. Sometimes they're a little bit more professional personal, but a lot of times they're like, you know, they're personal. I remember one time him sharing about his daughter starting kindergarten. I remember one time him talking about um, his father. You know, I remember he, there are these, they're memorable. They're little, what he calls personal vignettes, little stories but he likes to select 
personal stories that tie in. So you could do the same thing, right? I personally, it just sort of rolls off for me. Um, Now, sometimes I might be a little bit more strategic if I want to tell a story, if I have like a bigger message that I want to hit home, I might do that. But you can decide the same thing. But the bottom line is that I want you to make sure that it's authentic. You don't want to be trying to create smoke and mirrors. You don't want to be trying to, you know, get a wow factor, you know, just be authentic. If you want to share personal stuff, then share it and have a reason, right? Have a reason to share it. Don't just share it because you're showing off or trying to make yourself look better or make you just, you know what I mean, right? Just be authentic, be real. Don't be icky because that almost always will come out. <laughs> People will pick up on that. They can sniff that from a mile away or hear it or whatever, right? So that's the big thing is just make sure you're thinking about that and it's authentic, right? So one of the things, one of the benefits, one of the reasons I really am an advocate for letting your audience in a little bit to your world, your personal life, is because I really do think that it can make you very relatable to your audience. So, you know, depending on what it is you do or what it, what it is you offer, you know, they are looking to you for something, right? Whether they may be looking up to you, you're their mentor, maybe you're their coach, uh, maybe that you're somebody that inspires them, that they just enjoy, you know, paying it, like listening to content, watching content, you know, following, or, you know, maybe you're an expert in something and you're a teacher, you're, you know, you have a course or perhaps, you know, you are just quite frankly, just running a business and they enjoy coming in and shopping from you. And so you're kind of like their little expert on helping them pick out their outfit. I mean, seriously, they look to you for something, right? Something of yours that you do that's professional, a professional skill or a product or something. So when they can get to know you personally, it just does, it helps them connect to you a little bit differently. And so it they become relatable. Like, oh, Mel's a single mom. I, I'm a single mom, or I used to be a single mom, or my mom was a single mom. You know, so it's a, a an attachment. It's a it's another thing for them to kind of just connect with me on. Now, with that, it could be that some of the personal information that we share can actually create a disconnect, right? And so not necessarily that we want that. We don't want to like lose our audience, but we can sometimes share information that maybe all of a sudden they're like, ooh, this person's not quite my style. Now, I will say that if that's the case and you want to be able to be transparent because you want to just simply be able to talk about certain things in your life and in your business, you know, all at the same time, and that person is going to feel disconnected and they're going to kind of maybe bounce on you, that's okay. Be okay with that. Because what I don't want you to do is to feel this need to hold back a natural desire to talk about your life, whether it be your family or what's going on, right, in your life with your audience. If you feel that desire and you want to be able to do it, then do it. And if and know that if you do share a story or you do share, you know, a, a personal opinion or something that creates a disconnect from an audience member, then you're actually just you're pruning and you're doing what you should be doing. You are attracting the people that are going to be attracted to you. And then some people are not going to be as attracted to you and you're going to repel those people, but that's okay. Because what you don't want to have to do is to feel filtered because you're trying to entertain everyone or please everyone. You will not be able to maintain joy, momentum in what it is you're doing in your business if you are feeling, if you're resisting natural stuff, right? So be yourself. That's why I'm always such a big proponent of be yourself, even if you feel 
that it may be a bit unpopular with some people. Those are not your people. It's that simple. Because just be, it's maybe unpopular with some people, but it's going to be popular with others. And I hate to I hate to use this as a, an example because it it does make me feel just sad. But our world, our country is definitely divided. So that is proof right there that you can pretty much have any opinion, and there are going to be people that share your opinion no matter what, whether you agree with it or whether everyone agrees with it or not. There's a there's a crowd for everybody, and it's the same in our world and in our business, right? Now, the the thing about that, so I want to say is, you know, there is that benefit of they do, they connect to you, they relate to you, they're just, they're going to remember things, you know, you're going to be more memorable for them. They're going to maybe feel more comfortable engaging with you as well. And we want people to be engaged with us. We want people commenting on our, our social media content. We want people responding to our emails. We want people to give us reviews on our podcast. We want people to, you know, we're live on video. We want them commenting. We want engagement. It's conversation. Social media is meant to be social. And that's the socialization of it, right? The socialization. Is that a word? I don't know. I like to make up words. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? It's that social aspect. And that engagement is that social piece. So naturally, we want that because it's meant to be that way. And so when we can let people in a little bit more, it actually can bring down some barriers and make them feel more comfortable talking to us. Because again, we're bringing out that human factor, that personal touch, those personal details that help them feel more comfortable talking to us. And naturally, you're going to talk back to them. When we share some of those personal details or the, we let people in on those personal things, sometimes it also just naturally creates a conversation. And then you're going to actually get to know your audience even better through what they talk about. And so be listening. So when you're sharing personal information, be listening to the response. Get to know your audience. Maybe you'll get to know a little bit more about them. Maybe you'll learn, wow, you know, that story really resonated with a lot of people in my audience Pay attention to that. What does that mean? What does that tell you? How can you learn from that, leverage it, and share more stories to, again, get to know them even better? Because we want to be getting to know our audience, not just on that professional realm. I mean, I really am a big proponent of letting it get a little personal. But again, not everyone is going to be able to fall under that. Now, with those benefits and those rewards that I just kind of talked about, there is definitely risk. You know, I mentioned that you may detract some people, you may repel some people, you know, they may decide that you're not a good fit for them. But also, on on the same kind of in the same world, be be open and understand that when you start to open certain doors of dialogue, you may open up that conversation. And it could be something you may not be ready to handle. So as I mentioned earlier, you don't have to share everything, right? So if there are some things that are sensitive topics, delicate topics that you aren't ready to have public dialogue about, then maybe hold back on that, right? So I used to always say, you know, religious, you know, topics, political topics, things like that are always going to create, there's always going to be an opinion over here and an opinion over there and a lot of opinions in between. Sensitive topics are probably going to potentially create dialogue. So, you know, I mentioned that, again, somebody may decide, eh, they're not a good fit for me, unsubscribe. That's one thing. But comments, right? So if you're going to start talking about certain things, maybe your opinions about things and whatnot, you need to be ready for potential, like, 
conversations that are going to be happening. And so just make sure that you're ready for that. Kind of predict it a little bit, do a little bit of like a, do your own little kind of like filtering. Okay, am I ready? What will people probably, how will they react to this? Again, why do I feel it's important or why do I feel it's necessary to share? And is it authentic? Am I, are my intentions pure? And then be ready and understand that there could be some dialogue that comes your way. So with that being said as well, you know, you've got to think about your own boundaries. You've got to think about what makes sense for you to be creating on your personal profiles versus your professional profiles in regards to those topics. I do think that there are a lot of topics that just simply don't need to be covered on a professional account. Uh, But there may be, you know, maybe you are a leader, maybe there's a, a particular way that your audience looks up to you and they rely on you to share particular opinions or information. And and that's how they look to you in the professional realm. That then then maybe it does make sense for you. But most of the time there are a lot of very sensitive topics in my opinion do not belong in our professional content. So think about those boundaries of your own. They are your own boundaries. Think through them. Do some predicting, right? Kind of think about okay, how could this go? What could potentially happen here and whatnot. If you're just talking about your kids or your puppies or whatever, that's a little less serious, but you do need to do the same thing, right? You need to kind of think through the same thing because once you start sharing that information, you know, you can add as you go. So you can start dabbling with this whole personal stuff, maybe to share a little bit of personal information from time to time, see how you feel about it, see how your audience reacts to it. Don't just like go all in because it's easy to add as you go, but it's a lot harder to remove things later. Once it's out there, it's out there. And so, you know, if you're unsure about maybe an opinion you're going to share or a detail you're going to share or something, then just kind of sit on it. Give yourself a little time. You don't don't need to feel pressured to, um, you know, create content about this stuff all the time. I got a a little deep there, but hopefully you understand what I'm saying. The bottom line is this. You decide if you want to share personal information in your content. You decide how much is too much and you decide what you want to share and how you want to share it, right? You create your own boundaries and then you also know your audience and you're the one who's going to make the decision about what's appropriate for you, right? Now, obviously, think about all the things I talked about. There's probably even more things for you to consider and think about. But what I really want to do is I just want you to understand that there is no rule, right? There is no like formula. There's no like, you can share for every five posts, you can share one personal post. I kind of used to use that as a rule of thumb. And if you're looking for a rule of thumb, that's fine. You can create that kind of ratio. But there really is no perfect formula. There's no rule. So you decide what makes sense, right? Just be be intelligent about it, be thoughtful, and listen to yourself and your gut. And again, don't feel like you have to do it because of some of the benefits I shared with you. If you don't feel comfortable with it, then don't do it. Don't do anything that you're not personally comfortable with just because you see somebody else do it. And the same goes for the other way around, right? If you see certain people and they don't share anything personal, don't make, don't let yourself feel like that means you can't share personal information. So kind of a, a, a you know, not a super duper serious Con, con, you know, concept here, but definitely one that we all have to think about and consider as we are putting ourselves out there online. Because once that information's out there, it's out there. You know, like I said, it's really hard to pull information back. And personal information, we definitely want to be careful about what we're sharing and how we're sharing it. 
Um, but also know that there can be a massive reward from being personal and letting people in in your life. It creates connection to you, who you are as a human. And our human aspect is also part of our brand, right? Everybody is a personal brand, even if your business is a logo and whatnot. The people in your business have personal brands. And so when we share personal information, it lets our audience see that person, the human part of us and our professional, you know, brands and what they are. So I, I personally like it. If it fits, I say, go for it. But as I said, maybe walk before you run with it, dabble in it a little bit and make sure it's authentic. Honestly, make sure it's, you're not, you know, creating smoke and mirrors or, you know, trying to get an effect or a result. Just do it if it feels right and natural. (laughs) It's that simple. All right, my friends, that is what I had for you guys today for this episode of the DIY Marketing School podcast. I am really excited to uh, keep creating these episodes. I've got more episodes actually in the batch that are coming out. Very excited about a couple of them coming. I've got some amazing guests uh, coming up as well uh, that are gonna be released here in the next few weeks. So definitely stick around. Uh, If you're a new subscriber, welcome, welcome. If you've been around for a while, thank you so much. I appreciate you for sticking with it. Um, I am excited to keep this podcast going and I don't know, I'm kind of like, you know, as in my last episode about realigning yourself, if you didn't catch that one, definitely check that out. This podcast is, uh, I think going to be going through some alignment, right? So, uh, I like to help people who are basically marketing themselves DIY style, but there's a lot of tips and tricks and tactical things and, you know, how to's that I can share. But there's also a lot of just mindset things that I can share too, pep talks and things that are inspiring me at the time that maybe I want to share with you so that you can get inspired. I just want to keep the conversation going. I want to support you in your DIY journey, you know, outside of how to design the best thumbnail for your live videos, right? I want to I want to do more than that. And so, you know, this podcast is probably going to go through a little bit of an alignment as well. And so hopefully you're around for it. And if you have feedback for me or thoughts or ideas, then definitely hop over into the Facebook group, DIY Marketing with Melanie. Get a post in there. Send me a DM. Let me know what your thoughts are. I'd love to hear from you where you're struggling or where you're looking for help or what you need, how I can serve you in your journey of doing your own marketing and putting yourself out there. So bottom line, always keep going, keep it fresh, keep it real. You know, don't, don't overthink these things. Action creates the courage. So take action, keep taking action. That's my biggest, biggest thing that I want to kind of just keep honing in on everybody, even if it's scrappy action, because as I always say, scrappy doesn't have to be crappy, right? If we're doing it scrappy, that does not mean that it sucks or that it's crappy. In fact, some of my best work has been pretty dang scrappy. I'm not gonna lie. And I hope that you can say the same thing one day because when we take action, the courage comes and we take more action. Action creates more action. So if you leave with anything today, think about that. How about that for a little sidewinder pep talk at the end of this episode? All right, my friends, I'm out of here before I keep rambling. So have an awesome day and do something great. Take some action. Go be awesome. Awesome.